evening. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what's today's topic? We're going to talk about the house. The house. The house. I have an acronym for it. T-H-W-A-K-U. Thwaku. <laughs> Thwaku. Doesn't that sound like the house which almost killed us? Thwaku. But we had some good times there. And it was a, a lovely house. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was just rotten on the inside. <laughs> so, uh, good memories. What's the first good memory that comes to your mind? I love the openness. It was an open foyer colonial. <laughs> Besides the fact that the air was poisoned, which we didn't know at the time, it was light and airy and lots of windows. Yes, and it had a circular floor pattern, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs would literally <laughs> run around in circles chasing each other. It was wonderful. That's right. I'm not sure why I thought it was a good idea to grant your desire to get your own dog. <laughs> I wasn't very enthusiastic the first time Dad suggested getting a dog for you all. But I fell in love with Cortez. We were walking buddies, and I played lacrosse with him. Well, he didn't hold the stick very well, so he used his mouth. But I would, I would throw the tennis ball with a lacrosse stick, and he'd chase it, bring it back to me. And he loved it, and I loved it. So, so that was that was enough, but some... How I thought your desire for your own dog was a good thing. Was it a good thing? It was a great thing. Fatigued mom and... Sick but didn't know it child. Go to the dog pound and there's like, what, nine puppies in that little cage? I just step back and like, the last one to stay and not go away over to the food. That's the one I'm choosing. All of them eventually went away to the food except the one. She was still clawing mm. at the cage. I chose her because she chose me. Sweetest dog in the world. I wanted a mini dachshund Jack Russell mix, which in retrospect was not the smartest thing because she had bladder problems. <laughs> and I think both of us were in disbelief that we were coming home with, with a dog. A... <laughs> <laughs> I had been praying for that dog. I know. I had been praying for that dog, and I was checking the animal shelter website every day, and then one weekend she appeared, and the next day we were there. Your brother had been really, really sick. Like, really oh. sick. But you brought Zoe home, and he, like, lit up. It was like there was healing. And I loved taking the dogs back in the woods in that park uh -huh. at the lake. Oh, so many beautiful hiking trails. Yeah, I loved hiking, too. Yeah. And we also had your dad's canoe, his metal <laughs> canoe uh -huh. that we took out a couple of times. I, I don't remember doing that much, but it was fun. It's because it was a lot of work to carry that heavy canoe. Oh, it was Oh, it was a very heavy canoe. To the lake and back with yeah. a little bit of inclines. And I remember we didn't even like bring it into the yard after a while. We just left it in the woods and covered it with sticks and stuff. <laughs> and then you looked on, was it Google Maps one time? I looked on Google Maps and the trees, the, the, the satellite imagery, it was during the winter. So all the leaves had fallen off the trees. And there you could see the, the canoe just shimmering in the sunlight in the woods. It's like, oh, I know what that is. I wonder if it's still there. Somebody found it and claimed it. One of my favorite Cortez memories is a snowy day, icy. I don't know how he got loose outside, but he did. And he trotted off to the woods on top of the snow. And <laughs> Because like the snow was frozen on top? Yeah. <laughs> it was at least four or five feet deep. My knee had acted up at that time. It was a bum knee. There was no way I could go after him. And you were little. You would have gotten lost in the snow. And I, I thought he was gone for good. But he came back. He came back. <laughs> Prince Charming. I remember being down in the basement and having a lot of fun. Yeah. But even, but the basement wasn't the problem. It was upstairs with the walls. So, like, the basement probably wasn't too bad. That's where, like, 
my Barbie house was, and I had that gymnastics mat, and we would oh, yeah. tumble around on it. And I remember my childhood best friend and I, we made this ninja film where we were these two ninjas that just sword fought with each other with these foam rods that we had. I don't know where they came from. They weren't swimming noodles? No, they weren't. I remember I was always building forts. Whether it was in my room, like with sheets or umbrellas or pillows, I was always building forts and now I want to build a fort. One of the things I remember about the house was the grand piano that my parents gave me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wonderful. We had that little, that little upright, which was a really nice piano, but that little baby grand that was, well, not little. It was it's it, a baby grand, but they aren't little. <laughs> it wasn't even a baby. I don't remember how long it was, but I had checked, and it was actually technically a grand. Oh. With a beautiful, beautiful sound. Oh. <gasps> That was a lifelong dream for me. Ever since I heard that Keith Green had a baby grand or a grand piano in his mm -hmm. bedroom, I just thought that would be the coolest thing to have a grand piano. And it was from my parents, although my dad had um, passed. Mom always said that the money that she had was from him. Mm -hmm. So now that we had a house that was big enough to have a grand piano, not only did I enjoy it, but you played. The bass on that thing was spectacular. Sometimes... Like, you or my brother would be playing, and I will just lie underneath it. It was just so much fun to have the vibrations just resonate through me. The dogs would lie underneath it, too. Zoe would start singing. No, that was, <laughs> that was like, uh, a recorder, the instrument. If you took <laughs> off the long bit where you could actually control the notes and just did the... Bit, she would begin to howl, but it was amazing. Because <laughs> she would not howl if she saw you were looking at her. <laughs> she was very private. We had a wood-burning stove. Yes, that was wonderful. He, oh, stuff would dry so fast in front of that. Like, you know, winter gear? Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, coming in from the snow. Mm -hmm. We'd be in front of the fire. You'd read to me, and I feel so bad that every time I fell asleep. But it's such a sweet memory to have been read to by my daughter. <laughs> I was reading, I think it was probably for school, and then I would just be like, you, you awake? Nope, okay. <laughs> Shut the book, do something else. <laughs> that was like one of the best parts of homeschooling, was reading some superb Oh, yeah. Books. The Iron Peacock. I don't remember the author's name right now, but Elizabeth George Spear. No, that's The Witch of Blackbird Pond, which is another great book. I do remember being loved by you. I was in bed, which is really ironic, trying to recover in a house that was making me sick, but we didn't know that at the time. But you took care of things like laundry. and. Oh, I did. Did I do your laundry? I remember, like, eventually doing my own. But did I do yours? Yes, ma'am. I think you vacuumed. Oh, I, but I enjoyed vacuuming. And I enjoyed doing the curtains, too. Washing and ironing curtains? Washing and ironing curtains. Thank yeah. you. In the dining room, the upper half of one wall had a mirror. And I remember trying to get that clean, but I never... <laughs> so that dining room, we hosted family get-togethers at the holidays. During Christmas and Thanksgiving, mm, which brings me back to the basement. We had N64 in the basement. Six cousins, we'd all pile down there on the couch <laughs> together. We'd play um, Mario Kart and Mario Party, and we'd switch off controllers. I just remember, like, one team losing, another team winning, and just everyone screaming at the TV. It was fabulous. <laughs>
What I remember about the downstairs is I was not successful in clearing out junk and stuff, and so we brought a lot of boxes into this beautiful new house. But they were all in the basement, which was unfinished, and it had a whole bunch of shelving for storage. It was lovely. (laughs) Speaking of that shelving, one back corner of the basement, I cleared off the top shelf, or the couple of top shelves, and my best friend and I, that I mentioned before, like, we just, like, made forts out of there, and, like, I just tucked myself up in that top Aww. shelf, and it was, it was a lovely spot. I have a few more thoughts. Okay. We had a garden. I loved that garden. Are there any other memories that come to mind for you? I tried chopping wood for the wood-burning stove. Like, this was right before we moved out. How did but that go? Not well. I was not great at it. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to try. My favorite memories tend to always be on the outside of the house. Because remember we set up a swing by the edge of the woods? Oh, yeah. From that big oak tree? That so a rope and it then... It was a rope and then we had just a plank of wood that had two holes drilled in it. And then we put a rope through that and knotted it on either side, I think. And that was just so much fun to swing from. We had a trampoline for a little while. At first we had it towards the end of the yard, which was close to our neighbor's German shepherds, which... He sometimes let out and were really aggressive, and I was afraid to go down there. So we moved it up to closer to the house, but that was closer on top of a hill. One day, it got blustery, and that trampoline went flying. The hill was good for sledding until you got to the woods. (laughs) My brothers made snow ramps. You could snowboard or sled off these ramps and just go flying. Oh, yeah. Like in the middle of the hill, just and then land, and it was wonderful bum bruising. The deck. We would look at stars off the deck. I don't remember that. Do you remember looking through the telescope in the front yard? That I do. The rings of Saturn we saw. Okay, so on the deck, you don't remember looking at the stars. But I do remember one time your mom came over to stay during a blizzard, and we turned on the back lights while we were in inside and looking through those oh. double windows and just seeing the snow swirl and oh, like yeah. it was beautiful so after my father died my vision was for mom to come live with us and i was in the midst of trying to make a room for her well, i'm glad that did not work out given that we would have killed her <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had a spacious nice pop-up camper so we knew we were going to sell it. Yes, because our camping days were over. And I was so sad about that, too. I was like, oh, I was like, goodbye to this thing. There were so many happy memories in it. I think there was a little bit of mold. Oh, definitely. On there, we cleaned it up. I thought we would sell it to a family with children because that's what we were when we bought it. Do you know who we sold it to? We sold it to an older couple, didn't we? We did. Yeah. We wanted to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. (laughs) Really? And one more memory is on the deck and things that flew off the deck and make big noises. Do you know what they were? Oh, yes. So dry ice, when it's not in those sub-sub-zero temperatures, gives off gases. And if you trap those gases, those gases build up. So he put dry ice in empty soda bottle, tightened the cap, and threw it off the deck into the middle of the yard. We waited approximately a minute and a half, and then boom! <laughs> it sounded like a bomb had gone off. Remember the birds? 
So many birds. Remember that swarm? No. It's Tell amazing. me about it. <laughs> like all these starlings just swarmed our deck. But we also got red-headed woodpeckers and downy woodpeckers and chickadees and cardinals. Purple martins? We had a purple martin house. There's a purple martin family in there. Mm -hmm. But I remember one year another breed of bird tried to come in and take over. Mm -hmm. And it was like, who's going to win this territory? <laughs> and the purple martins won. Yes! <laughs> The first day we walked into the house, that day that we screamed, um, there was this beautiful... <laughs> wait, wait, we need to clarify that. The day that we closed on the house. So we came into the house and we just looked at each other and was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is, this is it. This is ours. And we just screamed together. <laughs> like joy. Yeah, and Like joy. disbelief and yeah. wonder. And and excitement. So the former owners had a beautiful bouquet of flowers, huge bouquet of flowers on the island. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really nice of them. Probably trying to cover up the moldy smell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple months later, we got a package in the mail, and it was a picture of the house from an aerial view. They had a friend who was a pilot. Huh. And I thought that was so kind of them. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I think they probably didn't want any memories of this house. <laughs> probably not. Well, thank you for sharing these memories. I've enjoyed this time. I have, too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Molded. Life changes from toxic mold.